0: Here we go
1: God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello? That was me hitting the microphone. No, punching it with your fists of fury. I was pummeling this microphone. Into submission. And it worked. It worked like a charm. Are we ready to go? I think so. Somebody was just looking through the window. There's way too many people here all of a sudden. Bunch of creeps.
2: Yeah. I was too busy reading that story that has captured the world's attention. That guy in Florida who landed the plane.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, oh, man. That's my favorite story of the year so far.
2: How long until this becomes a movie? Mm. I'm guessing it's already in production. Probably. So the story goes, last week, uh, it was a small Cessna plane. There's only a couple people on board, including the pilot. There was the the pilot
1: pilot and the passenger.
2: And uh, the passenger looks over, and the pilot... He took a nap. And by nap, I mean lost consciousness.
1: The plane's in a nosedive now. plane's heading for the ocean.
2: This guy goes, oh, this isn't ideal. Throws the captain aside, puts on the headphones and says, hello. <laughs> hello? <laughs> Is anyone there? What do I do? And they had to talk him through how to pull out of the nosedive and then land the plane which he did successfully.
1: Wow. So I think he got himself pulled out of the nosedive because he said in the interview, he's like, I knew enough that I didn't want to pull up too fast and too hard or I'd stall the plane. And he said, but I knew we were going way too fast and I was afraid the wings were going to get torn off. Ooh. How fast were you going? And how high does a small plane like a Cessna fly over the ocean? It can't be more than about 10,000 feet. I have no clue. Like a dive from 10,000 feet in a plane, that's a matter of seconds before you hit the water.
2: Because I know immediately, my thought wouldn't be like, ooh, I better make sure I don't stall this engine. I'd be yeah. pulling <laughs> that thing. <laughs> With all my might, I'd be pulling that thing out. Yeah. Well, yeah, he somehow gets out of that, gets a hold of the air traffic controllers, and they guide him and teach him how to land a plane in the moment. And he did successfully.
1: Yeah. He landed it flawlessly. It looked like, it's to the point that I'm like suspicious. Does this guy have a pilot's license? The one
2: part that has bothered me and I've been thinking about ever since is the fact that he was barefoot the entire time. Yes. Why did he have to be in bare feet?
1: Why do people take their shoes off on planes? Even if they don't strip down to their, their bare feet. Like even you see people just in socks on planes all the time. What is This is not your living room.
2: No, I, you see it all the time. I just want to be comfy on the plane. I just want to be comfy. That's why they're wearing a are shoes
1: that uncomfortable?
2: No, and if they are, then you're wearing the wrong shoes. Yeah. And also, uh, no soft pants allowed on planes. If I am ever president of Alberta, mm-hmm. that's going to be the law. It's no. a hard
1: pant environment. Jeans or business
2: slacks only.
1: Yeah, no soft pant.
2: No, I mean, are jeans that uncomfortable that for a four-hour flight from Edmonton to Toronto? (laughs) You can't wear them. You're spinning off the plane. No. Yeah. Maybe if you're flying, I don't know, to Japan, then maybe I'd understand you'd want a little bit of comfort. But when you're flying from Vancouver to Calgary, you can wear jeans.
1: Keep a soft pant in your backpack for an international flight. And then when it's time to go night-night, Go to the bathroom, put your soft pant on, and then in the morning, put your hard pant back on.
2: Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't be walking around the airport concourse in a soft pant.
1: No, you shouldn't.
2: I don't I don't have many strict rules on many things, but that's one of them.
1: Yeah, the guy that landed the plane, too. Can we go back to that for a second? Yes,
2: Barefeet McGee.
1: <sighs> handsome. Do you see him? Handsome as the day is long. Yeah, he should play himself in the movie. He's that handsome.
2: He was talking about how he the plane was going down and all he could think about was his pregnant wife. Like, and, everything about this seems fake. Mm,
1: but he also said, and God.
2: Yeah, he did throw that in there.
1: Yeah. but so, uh, mostly God, <laughs> but some about his pregnant wife.
2: my pregnant wife. Of course he had a pregnant wife.
1: You know who he looks like? He looks like, um, the. Uh, I can never remember his name. The guy that sings every song sounds like a children's song. Oh, Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. He looks like Jack Johnson.
2: God, carved out of stone. Mm-hmm. We were talking about last week, before he did the interviews and everything, we were just hearing kind of the first reports of the story. The movie Idea, mm. you pitched as a Liam Neeson film, which initially I disagreed with, but the more I think about, maybe it is in that wheelhouse. We might have to take some liberties.
1: Liam Neeson is the air traffic controller who talks him down onto the ground. He's not the guy who pilots the plane. Because it's Liam Neeson, there has
2: to be some kind of dead kid revenge scenario.
1: Yeah, he, and the, I don't know, he was flying with his son and I don't know, he let his son take the stick for a bit and they got into big trouble. Kid fell out of the plane. <laughs> so that's yeah, that where clumsy
2: little kid. That,
1: <laughs> that's what's haunting Liam Neeson. And that's what's kept him in the tower. Now he doesn't fly anymore.
2: Yeah. You know, he looks for answers in the bottom of bottles. Mm-hmm. He doesn't sleep very well. His body yeah. odor is an issue. And, uh, this is his chance at redemption. His coworkers think he shouldn't be on the job. He's not fit for duty. Right. As an air traffic controller. But now all of a sudden his plane's coming down. He's the only one there. Yeah. And to their horror, he's the one in charge of guiding this guy. But this time he gets it right. Because he's Liam Neeson and that's what he does.
1: Bradley Cooper. That's the guy that flies lands the plane.
2: That's uh that's an appropriate level of handsome for that guy. Yeah,
1: Bradley Cooper, Jake Gyllenhaal maybe. One of those two, probably Bradley Cooper. He's more likable. What a stud.
2: Yeah. Man. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
1: Do you think that maybe the jingle rocks too hard?
2: Mm, It is a fear. Yeah. It is a fear because, you know, the jingle, does it draw too much attention away from the good stories?
1: Yeah. I think the jingle rocks too hard.
2: The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
1: It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Uh, yesterday morning on the show, we started something brand new called... Random people doing random good things. Returning your wallet, finding you wedding random, random people. Yeah. Ooh, that rocked hard. It rocked so hard. Maybe too hard. Do you think so? Yeah. Maybe it did rock too hard. Hmm. So we were just talking about, you had the story about the guy from uh, uh, he lost his grey cup ring or it was stolen from his car. He left it in his glove box. He was moving not victim blaming. He put it in there for safekeeping. Somebody went into his car, took his grey cup ring. Fast forward what? Like a month? Six weeks or something? A few weeks and yeah, some random I guess found it
2: or bought bought it for 60 bucks and decided to return it to its rightful
1: owner. And the guy who owned the Grey Cup ring is like, here, let me give you $60. And they said, no. You keep your money. Your money's no good here. So we just started telling some of these stories yesterday. This one, I was living and working downtown. My car got broken into me being dumb and in my 20s. I had left my wallet and a quarter ounce bag of weed in the glove box. Days later, a homeless dude tracked me down at the salon I was working at on Jasper Avenue. He found all my ID along with business cards in a dumpster and returned it all, minus the bag of weed. Ha ha. He didn't even ask for a reward. I bought him lunch and gave him some cash, though. Okay, there's a random person doing random good things. That's nice to hear. Yeah, the number of people that got wallets back is crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, this one, too. Uh, My dad was renovating a house found $36,000 in very old cash behind the wall. He gave it to the homeowners. They were baffled. They didn't even know it was there and that he gave it to them. Jan- they were surprised not only that it was there and that he gave it back. That was from Jenna. Damn. Um, that Bryce, makes me question everything. Would you have given it back? Ugh. Since you're renovating someone else's
2: house, I I even think even I would have to be like, hey, I found a huge pile of money back here. And I'd be deep down hoping they'd be like, ooh, you keep it. Would you maybe put
1: a couple of grand aside? Put it in your toolbox. (laughs) How did that get in there? Put it in your tool belt. That 36 is maybe 30? Yeah. When you give it back? I don't know. Anyway, let's do a bit more of this this morning. Uh, A little feature that we call... Random people doing random good things. Returning your wallet. Finding your in Random people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, rocks hard. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Just a second, Bryce. Hi.
3: Hey Garner, I just texted you about uh, doing a random act of kindness, but I, I don't want to feel all conceited or anything like oh, that. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, because you were. Hang on a second, we got to play the little. Do you think the jingle rocks too hard? Random people doing random good things, returning your wallet, in your ring. Ran, random people. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, this. So you were the person doing the ran the random act.
3: Yeah, this is. Uh, I don't know, probably close to ten. 12 years ago, but uh, yeah, I, I was the guy doing the uh, random act. Um, so I was a letter carrier with the post office and uh, I came across a wallet on the ground in the middle of winter. And uh, usually you look inside a wallet and this is something people don't know is you, you look inside a wallet. If it's got an ID with an address on it, you drop it in a mailbox and it will eventually end up at your house. Um, but, uh, but this one, it had an ID, but it was a, a kid's student ID from like a junior high school. So there there wasn't an address on it so um it was during the it was the beginning of the route that I was covering so I uh, I looked at the uh, the names on every piece of mail until I saw a last name that matched rang the doorbell and asked if this kid lived there and he did and I, you know I think there was like 60 or 70 bucks in there or something like that but you know to a yeah. you know, a 12 year old kid or something like that that was a big deal so uh, dropped it off there and the guy kind of shrugged his shoulders and said you'll have to be more careful and close the door <laughs>
1: you know there's uh i i i experienced kind of the same thing once it's not like you expect a parade or anything or even a reward but you do kind of stop and wonder where people's heads are at when they can't even summon uh thank you
3: yeah yeah it was it was just kind of a shrug of the shoulders and roll of the eyes and you know that that was about it
1: well you know what You just got 2,500 random strangers doing random good things, uh, points, (laughs) redeemable in the gift shop. Well, right on, right on, thanks. Maybe you can buy yourself a thank you fridge magnet. (laughs) It's one of the things we sell. Yeah, you don't do the random
2: thing for the Mm, praise. No, no, no. It's just weird, because most people, I feel like, if you lost your wallet, the sense of relief you would have to get that thing back...
1: It's a huge
2: hassle to get replacement ID. That it just—it feels like the automatic response is just be, "Oh my
1: god, thank you! Oh, you saved me so much hassle." Uh, oh, here, this one—I'm going to call this one "The Night Lindsay Didn't Get Murdered." Oh, okay, this is a, this is a text. Sounds like a promising start. I felt I—I I felt compelled to give it a title. It just says, "Flying to Dawson City, Yukon, to do a job. Once flew in late to Whitehorse, and then had an early flight out in the morning." I thought I would just stay overnight at the airport as it was only like a five-hour delay. Little did I know, small airports like that one close overnight. So I'm standing outside trying to get a cab and figure out where to stay when a lady overhears me and says, just come stay at my house. I was young and naive, so I slept at her house. She called me a cab to the airport in the morning. I will forever be grateful for a warm bed and a kind heart. Lindsay. Wow, yeah. I think you named it appropriately. The night Lindsay didn't get murdered.
2: It's nice that there's people out there that are willing to do that, but as... I, I feel, don't go home with a random stranger like that. No,
1: that's probably not a great idea.
2: You can stay in my house. Yes. And she was never heard from again. Basket of lotion, you know. Yeah, that's how you end up in a well in the basement.
1: Anyway, that's how this segment works. A segment that we call... Random people doing random good things. Returning your wallet, finding your way ring. random people.
2: It places the lotion in the basket. Inviting
1: them to sleep over
2: and not killing them.
0: This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly
1: Podcast. Uh, hello.
2: Hi, how are you doing today, Garner?
1: Good, how about you?
0: Not too bad. I've got a story about uh, some hella citizens uh, down near uh, Red Pier, actually. Okay. So back when I was a kid, probably about seven or eight years old, my uh, mom was driving my dad's car down to Red Deer to uh, take me to a hawk tournament, and during that time, we were in the middle of nowhere. My mom took a back road somewhere, don't really know how, you know, it's usually just a straight shot, but uh, she took the back road, and then the car broke down, the transmission just blew. So we're in the middle of the country, and... All of a sudden, probably about 20 minutes after we broke down, we called the tow truck. This beautiful couple, a little bit of an older couple, they uh, they were driving their van and uh, they pulled over and they were seeing what's up. So my mom being the frantic person that she is, she is losing her mind and is basically hyperventilating and almost in tears. And these two people offered to give me a ride to right Red Deer to, uh, to the arena. Uh, and get me to that hockey tournament on time so that I don't miss anything. And that,
1: and that was, was the, the last time
3: anyone ever heard, heard
0: from Billy. So my mom, who is usually very conservative in that sense, uh, she <laughs> allowed them to take their chi- her child, and she'd never met them before in her life, and she's like, you know what, let's roll the dice. Sure, Sure enough, I'm still here today. They got me to the tournament, uh, they were able to meet my mom at the mechanic shop, and uh, they were actually, uh, we, my mom reached out to uh, RDTV, and they got uh, tickets to an Oilers game, as well as a hotel downtown Edmonton to, uh, to enjoy for uh, their being great citizens.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, well, so Billy survived then. Woo. Different, different times, huh?
2: I feel like our bar is getting a little too low for random. <laughs> I mean, that's a lovely story. It but is. I'm now more impressed. Like, oh, if they didn't murder him, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: need to raise my expectations. Can you imagine if, um, I don't know, you got home from that weekend hockey tournament, you're telling your other mom and dad friends, oh, yeah, we just let Billy ride with They'd be. You would probably lose your children. If they that would, happened today. Yes.
2: Oh, yeah, there'd be a movie made about you. Oh, they would be taken away from you. Yeah, spoiler, you're the villain in that movie. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh,
1: Hey, Garner, a few years ago, we bought a used car. We were driving through Montana when the hub assembly blew, got towed into a small town and had to stay at a hotel. We asked the 60-year-old hotel clerk if there was anything to eat around here. He gave me the keys to his truck so I could drive across town to Wendy's. Wow, okay. See, that's a classic tale of... Random people doing random good things. Returning your wallet, finding you wedding ran, ring. Random people. And letting you borrow their vehicle. God, that song's getting longer and longer. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, I want to grab this, though. Hi.
0: Hey, listen. I'm calling it about the random acts of kindness thing. Um... I remember about 4 years ago you chastised me for letting somebody use my bathroom at the baseball field.
1: Oh my god, this is one of my favorite phone calls of all time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was it's Candy. Well, I was the I, I, one who let them come in and use my
1: bathroom. So this was cat this should be called The One Time Candy Didn't Get Murdered for Letting Strangers Use Her Bathroom. Because you lived right across the street from a like a school with a ball diamond. I
0: did in Allendale. I lived in Allendale, right across from uh, uh, Allendale School. And yeah, the, and, huge ball diamond.
1: Yeah, and people would be out there playing slow pitch at night, and every now and again you'd get a random knock at the door, somebody <laughs> who really, really needed to use a bathroom, and you'd be like, "Yeah, come on in."
0: Yeah. And remember you thought it was all murdery and well, I and Horatio
1: <laughs> I honestly like I love the way your brain and your heart operates I do but it's not it's not safe I don't know
0: maybe we've created this illusion in this big bad world I mean it's it's a it's a sleepy community with uh, with people out playing co-ed slow pitch yeah yeah, you always got to pay it forward, you know? You never know when you're going to be in distress and
1: need to use a bathroom. Yeah, okay. Hey, you're not letting people use your bathroom anymore, right?
0: No, I live downtown on a condo. <laughs> that would be a little creepy.
1: That'd be exceptionally <laughs> creepy. Yeah, I'll buzz <laughs> you in. I'm on the 32nd floor. Come on up. Oh, uh, you're awesome. Uh, no, you're awesome, Hanny. Thank you. I appreciate the phone call. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Um... Oh, somebody has a question about uh, hockey jersey law. Oh, okay. The rules and regulations. Hang on. Okay. Hello. Hey. Hey. Is this Garner? Mm-hmm. Hey, I just passed a woman
0: wearing a Ryan Smith jersey from like 20 years ago. I remember on your podcast or show, you got a Pronger jersey in your closet?
1: Still, It's still hanging there.
0: Yeah. So I just want to tell you, you're not alone in those old jerseys, So. No? You would actually wear it proudly now because I saw her doing it, so I think it's
1: fair game. I think though, like the Ryan Smith one—that guy's a legend—and he's so well loved in this community. Chris Pronger, on the other hand, he, a little less. A little less, yeah. So I, I think I would just be inviting. I don't want to draw attention to myself in a Chris Pronger jersey. Mm, yeah, fair. You know what? As, as a matter of fact, do you do you watch Letter Kenny? No, I do not. Oh. And then this is, yeah, this story will mean nothing to you, so. Well, tell
0: me,
2: anyways.
1: Uh, I don't feel like it now. <laughs>
2: okay. Hmm.
1: Wow. Uh, well, you watch Lighter Kenny. I sure do. I live have my st- life by that code. Have you started Shorezy? I have not. Oh, then this won't make any sense to you either.
2: No. Man. I kind of like the one thing. Shorzy, like first two episodes are out now. I was like, what?
1: I want the whole thing. Me too, but I couldn't resist, so I watched them. I know. I'm very tempted. Okay, I won't spoil anything, but the Shorzy, the first episode opens with the panelists from TSN discussing the dirtiest player in the history of hockey, and Chris Pronger's name comes up. Oh. So that's why, anyway. Well, Chris Pronger, I mean, has enough time passed
2: It's been long enough. It's been long. That was 2006 when all that ugliness went down. Yeah. So I feel like time has gone by. And I actually enjoy going to games. And when you see those old jerseys of players you forgot. Oh, yeah. I like those much more than the current day ones.
1: Yeah. We don't need any more McDavid's.
2: No, it's fine. I understand why you have his jersey. Of course. So do I. But uh, yeah, to see those old, like to see a pronger jersey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And remember, that was a good time. 16 years ago at this exact time
1: it was thanks for listening to the garner andrews show with bryce kelly podcast theme
0: music by garner andrews guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard classy